Welcome to Mobile Armor Radio, the podcast for all things mecha. Jump ship incoming. All right, all right, all right. Uh, welcome to episode 46 of Mobile Armor Radio. I am this month's host, Chopper, and joined with me is our good friend, Rob. Hi, Rob. <laughs> Uh, co-host Brian has uh, been stricken ill. You got the con crud. You got the con crud, maybe. Uh, but uh, he is in dire straits, and we are going to probably have to hardwire him into a mech to save his life. We've already left him for dead. It's all good. No, no, we could we could do this. We could we could hardwire a human and have the first robot cyber mech. <laughs> He's going to be a giant cyborg. Yes. Well, so this might be a short episode, since there's only two of us, so it's going to be a third the length, plus Brian talks more, so it's going to be real short, (laughs) so don't expect much. (laughs) Uh, It could be all right, though. You know, we got some things to talk about. Hopefully. Yeah. So, uh, all right, with that, let's move on to, oh, Christ, I already forgot. Uh, Let's move on to the (laughs) dropship. Yes. Never remembers. (laughs) <laughs> yes. Was it right? <laughs> Dropship landing. All right, so these are things that we are working on. Uh, unfortunately, I have not been working on a lot. Uh, playing games counts in Comstar, right? That's all Comstar. All right. So working wise, still in 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 the cleanup phase of the remodel, I am in the process of organizing the office, which has contains many a plethora of boxes of BattleTech Inner Spear lances that my good friend Rob and I kickstarted, and I got all the Inner Spear, he got all the things. So I'm organizing that plus all the Robotech stuff. Jesus Christ, I got a lot of stuff here. <laughs> you mean there's a lot of stuff in the horde? Well, this is not even in the horde. This is upstairs in the office. Oh, never made it to the horde yet. No, but then well, the compounds it even worse. Though. All the stuff that we moved out of the hallway closet and all the other things during the remodel is in here now, too. So it's a mixture of towels, <laughs> tablecloths, <laughs> toilet paper, and it's mechs. All, that's all uh, That's all things for your uh, your uh, table for battling, so... Just so, pile it up there, and you can use that as all terrain. But I am, uh, I am getting ready. I really, really need to get into back to hobbying again. I really got a bad itch for it, uh, especially after Adepticon. So uh, I want to get the 3D printers all set up and going again. I want to get the painting table working. I really want to because I did a lot of things at Adepticon. Started when Kelvin started, which is really lit a fire under me. So. Uh, I just need to get organized. I need to get the the work space together. Well, I also consider my uh, dropship will also be having things that I I bought. So, is there anything you bought it mechwise at Adepticon or no? Oh, is that dropship also? Yeah, I, I put my bought stuff in dropship. All right, so I bought a lot of BattleTech stuff. So, Catalyst Games was at Adepticon this year. And so I bought a lot of books. Uh, we did a little bit of product trade. One of the guys came over and really was 
into the into Armada and said, hey, how much of this fleet? And I said, blah, blah, blah. And he goes, all right, come by in. And I got blah, blah, blah's worth amount of books. So I picked up the Dark Age TRO. I got the new Battleforce book. I got the advanced rules for Battleforce. There was another one that I picked up, and I can't remember. Do you remember what I said it was? Um, what's the other new one that came out? Oh, it's um, it was a strategic operations something, I think. Oh yeah, strategic yeah, strategic operations. And it's got another name too. There's a third name. I can't remember. Yeah, the <laughs> Interstellar. I don't know. I can't remember. Um, yeah, you got all the new books that just got released. That yeah, they, I got all the must, new books. They must be just. I think probably Gen or uh, Deptcon was probably the first place they were even released publicly. Yeah. So, so and then I picked up. Uh, I think I picked up some clan books. I don't know why I did that, but some I think I did. Just because I well because I needed to fill out the amount. Know thy enemy. That's why I needed. So I got. I think I got the old clan book. I'm hoping that's not one of the books that you got me at Adepticon mm. or at Gen Con. I can't remember. I think it so, was. <laughs> oh, whatever. I have two now. Maybe we'll give it away as a giveaway. There you go. I got the Ill Clan, and there's the other Clan book, or the other book that came around the Ill Clan. What was the uh, one? Tamar Rising. Yes. That's you didn't get that one. I know. That. I did not get that one. Okay. Because I got like the last uh, one at Gen Con, so I know you didn't get that one. And I almost picked up the Battle Battle of Tucky and Matt at Catalyst, um, but I was like, uh, no, yeah. I got enough. Yeah, I got enough mats in my in my hoard as it is. Yeah, mats are one of those uh, things. It's like, how many do you really need, really? Uh, I got you some Giga Robot robots, also the Rocket Scythe, fancy Shinokami, and I think it was the Phoenix Swing Shogo Shogo King. I think was the other Giga one. Giga Robo, yeah. You, yep. you, they were there again. Yeah, you, I remember. They were really good. Last time we were there, I think you bought the set. Many eons ago now, but yeah. Yeah. I know our, our buddy uh, Rick Hall, I saw his haul, and he also got... Uh, yeah, it was because of us. Also. It was because of us, he got it. And it's a fun game. I think we'll play it next time you're in town. Yeah, do we play it before? I can't remember. I think we no, did. We had, no, I don't think we did, because we had so many other games to play. Yeah, maybe. We have, yeah, there's we, so many games. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what else was in my haul that was mech-related? Uh, I didn't get any cab, but cab, surprisingly enough, was at Adepticon. Yeah, they're always there. Uh, not necessarily. They, they Remember we talked to John, and he said it was too expensive, and he wasn't going to be there for the future. Yeah, maybe. But uh, we, he was there, I remember, I don't know, two yeah. years ago, three years ago, whatever, last Adepticon he was there. Yeah, so we'll chat about that later in the in the, in the hangar, hang, mech bay hangar. Yeah, so we'll have more of a wrap-up of Adepticon. Yeah. Uh, what else did I do mech-related? I think that's about it, actually. Yeah, most of my most of my shopping and everything went to, to Battletech this year. That's good. So. It's, it's important. <laughs> what about you, my friend? What are you working on? Uh, I did print up more of my Battletech mechs, that uh, fan-made ones. Uh so I think somebody started making some of the Yell Clan uh, mechs, Yell Clan era mechs, which are, are not available anywhere else. So, so are these people sculpting them? They're de-sculpting them and then putting a file out, or are these like ripped yeah. from a video game? No, these are they've not been in any video games, so they must be three D sculpting them themselves. So, and there's no official versions of these ones yet. So, hopefully that'll be coming soon. That's why I would like to see from Catalyst actually that for another Kickstarter or even just on their own is to get. Uh, 
they did like last time they did the clan invasion and I'd like to see more modern like since they they invented this new era I think I'd like to see more support for this new era like more new mechs and more faction books and stuff like they had the old clan book obviously in Tamar Rising but we need we need more from that era since it is yes. the newest you gotta embrace the era that you invented that's what I say <laughs> I agree um other than that, I did uh, get a Big Bad Toy Store shipment came in. It's the beauty of Big Bad Toy Stores. You get a loot crate, like you just to put everything in your loot, and eventually oh. you get enough stuff, and they'll send it to you. Well, they they force you to get it sent eventually. So I I got uh, uh, Skywarp and Thundercracker from uh, Earth Earthrise, the Seekers, to finish off my three Seekers from that, which is cool. So I got all them, and I also got Atlas Destroyer from Pacific Rim: The Black, the Robo. What's it called? Um, Jeez, it's the Bandai Robot Spirits. That's what it is. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah That yeah. line. And uh, he fits in pretty good with the... Uh, I have a bunch of the um, Diamond Select ones. He fits in pretty good. He may be a little bit smaller, but not by much. But he has uh, he has um, swap-out arms, because in the show, he loses his, his arm. So you have to swap it with the arm that they put onto it, which is kind of fun. And, uh, yeah, totally poseable, like, really poseable. And it was it's pretty reasonable price. I'm not. I think they probably still have them there. But go to Big Bad Toy Store and check it out. Other than that, I don't think I've done anything else. I definitely haven't painted anything. We got to get back to painting. I haven't painted anything in probably a year. <laughs> so yeah, I know we got to do that. Uh, yeah. So I, I have just piles of 3D printed miniatures around me that I just have to eventually paint. So that's that's my goal for the coming month. Now that the weather's getting slightly better, that I can actually prime stuff. So. Yes. Although this last few days has been wintry, but it's going up warm today, so that's all that matters. <laughs> uh, not, I think that's my dropship. I don't think I have anything else going on. All it's right, been then. pretty quiet. Brian, do you have anything? Oh, no, Brian. To, he uh, probably didn't have anything, anyways. Oh, well, he bought some stuff. I'm sure he did. We'll talk about it next time for Brian. Poor guy. Okay. Poor little guy. I thought I'd just ask him just in case he was here. In, in in the he's quietly just sitting here just in the ether. <laughs> it's out there right now. He's like woke up from a dead sleep. He's like, I got lots of stuff. <coughs> what what's happening? Yes. So there you go. That was All right. Issue. And let's move on to Comstar. I was gonna say you just said it. <laughs> I know. I had to think back. <laughs> Message from Comstar. I'm Brian. And I'm Rick. From Dead Zone, the podcast. And you're listening to... Mobile Armor Radio. All right, welcome to Comstar. So, Rob, do you want to take over on this and start? Because you usually have a lot of news that you'd like to give out. There has been too much news, uh, other than the big news, is that there's a new Gundam series coming out in October called uh, The Witch of Mercury. And it's the first one of the <laughs> female protagonists. It looks like a, a fun new design. We'll see. Is, she, uh, is she a pilot? Yeah, I assume so. Well, I've seen this really as a poster, so we don't really know too much about it. But uh, yeah, I was just curious about it too. I mean, I think it'd be kind of cool. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's not like we haven't had Gundam. There's never had female pilots, though. Either. No, no, it's not. That's not new. It's just a main character. Like it, there's never. Yeah, amazingly, in all of Gundam's thing, there's never been a main like the protagonist as a female, which is yeah. I find that strange. But seeing how how many others are not like that, but. Uh, anyways, it's coming out in October. We'll see. That's in Japan, so hopefully it'll have a U.S. or like English release similar time. I think it's a global world now, and they realize that 
I think it won't be like the olden days when you had to wait for a fan sub or anything. I think they'll probably release both at the same time. I actually just watched the, uh, there's a Blade Runner anime that's out, and it was released at the same time in English and, and uh, Japanese, so that was cool. I do suggest it's called uh, The Black Lotus, Blade Runner Black Lotus. It's on HBO, so if anybody has a really? Yep. No. Really good 13 episodes. You're finding, no, you're finding no more mechs out, of, out of HBO than I am. Yeah, no mechs in uh, in Blade Runner, but it is still very cool. Anyways, uh, Pacific Rim, The Black, is coming back in April, too. So oh, I saw that, yeah. Second season. That. So that, I think they say it's going to be the final season. I'm amazed it got a second season because I don't think it got too many. Yeah, Pacific Rim's not a huge, huge uh, property, but it's uh, hopefully, maybe if enough people watch it, we'll get another uh, series. Not just the black, something else maybe. So, I like the first season. Obviously, I just bought that uh, the uh, toy, so I'm excited. I'm excited for the second season, April nineteenth. So it's coming out soonish. Uh, or not? There was a, uh, a I don't know how you pronounce. Everybody said I don't know. Is it Icho Ico, the the site where you can buy bundles? I don't even know how to pronounce that. I've only ever seen it written. But uh, they had a bundle for Ukraine, which was cool, and there was like. I don't know, thousands of things in the bundle, and it ended up making over six hundred or six million dollars for uh, Ukraine uh, fund like uh, charities, which I thought was amazing. Uh, unfortunately, it's ended, but you can still buy anything in the bundles on uh, that site, and uh, we did find a few. There's a few mech uh, tactical games that we mentioned. There's also tons of video games and stuff. We haven't, I haven't gone through everything that we got. It's tons of stuff, but. Uh, a few of the mech games. One's called Apocalypse Frame. We haven't tried it out yet, but it's uh, supposed to be rules light. They always everything's rules light nowadays. Rules light tactics. Um, yeah, Binary Star Games made this Apocalypse Frame. Once again, it's uh, it's agnostic rules. So as we talked okay. about last year or last week, last year, last month. Jeez, I can't even think of it. And it looks, uh, you know, it's one of those games that uh, that we'll have to see. It's uh, it's um, there's a lot of these, like we were talking about last time, agnostic games, so it's it's good to try it out. And there's another one called Orbit Link, which is, once again, Rules Light. That's the Alexis. Rules Light sci-fi <laughs> miniatures game. But uh, this one seems to be more uh, um, mixed units. There's infantry and mechanized units, so I think it might be more of a, kind of more like, um, what was that game that Ash Barker did? That mech game. Oh, oh I always forget the name of it. Yeah, what was that called? Anyways, uh, speaking of which... Uh, there was another, well, maybe we'll talk about it later, but uh, there was another agnostic game coming from Ash Barker that's mech-related, but uh, I don't know if you got to see it at uh, Depthcon or not. Um, we'll talk about it later, I'm sure. Yes. Other than that, other than that there's not much news. Uh, I didn't see anything else, really. There's always, like I said, oh, there's tons, I tons just of posted that. Out. I just posted that Voltron. There's another Voltron coming? Yeah, I just posted it in the mobile armor group. I didn't get a chance to read the actual article. Cool. But it's a new movie. Is it going to be live action or anime? It's, it looks like it's going to be anime. Yeah. It's, an, it's And it's not coming. It's uh, it's in the works from the Red Notice director, and it's but it's not coming on Netflix is what they're saying. Yeah, which is weird because that, that Netflix is where the the current uh, – current uh, I guess it's not really anime. It's more a cartoon. But. Yeah, so they're looking to make this a – a movie, but I think it's still going to be a cartoon. Uh, Ross and Marshall Thurber, the guy who directed that Red Notice with The Rock and Gal Gallo and... Brian Reynolds. 
Yeah. So, which was actually a pretty good movie. I watched it. It was funny. Yeah, it was pretty funny. It was it was kind of by the book, but it was a fun movie. Yeah. So but this is still being pitched to studio, so we'll see if it actually uh, happens. Yeah. But it yeah. says, but it's a, he's saying he's describing a bidding war between the studios for the project. So it <laughs> seems like it's got a good uh, a good chance of becoming a movie. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, I would love to see a live action version, but uh, I don't know. It's hard to do those. The Gundam one is going to be the that when it, if and when that live action movie happens, that'll be the one that's the, going to be the uh, watershed moment. Either it'll it'll be uh, tons of mech movies coming out, and hopefully get that HBO BattleTech st- series that we've all wanted. But uh, that'll be it. I think Pacific Rim might have been a little too early, and and we'll see if if this Gundam one hits big. It could be it could be the beginning of something. A renaissance, as it were, in live yes. action. Because there hasn't been much live action. Like, they did that one, was it G Gundam or whatever, back in the day, which was, you know, they did that uh, Pat Labor live action, which only had the robot in it for, like, two minutes, maybe. Which was still a fun movie, but it was it was not the same. <laughs> yeah, 100%. But, uh, yeah, it's a live action. Nowadays, I think, with with computer graphics being so good, that it's, it's almost, everything's made... Even like car chases and stuff are all done CGI, anyways. So I don't think it's much d- different to do a mech fight scene than a even well, even the all the superhero movies. Most of the people are CGI in those fight scenes. So it's I think it's uh, come to that point where it's ubiquitous, where it's so easy just to make CGI realistic and cheap. I guess well, cheap enough. So yeah, we'll see. I want uh, since it is all CGI, I would like. Uh, to star in my Voltron movie, we can have like Errol Flynn and <laughs> <laughs> he's dead. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Uh, we can have, uh, Oh, CGI. Have... Sorry. We're doing CGI. Guys. Yeah. Sorry. Totally you can, you can add all these people. Orson Welles as, uh, who's the, uh, who's the, uh, their handler. I forget his name. It's been a while. I've, I've seen, uh, Voltron, the original. Yes. I, it doesn't hold up. I can tell you that much. The original. <laughs> The original, original. I enjoyed it. It's all it, it's one of those ones where the cartoons back then, unlike Robotech, which why it stands up still is because back then it was like something happens, okay, reset. Like especially Thundercats was really bad at the, back in the day, but same era. Even GI Joe was it's fun, but it's it wasn't. It's yeah. not the same. <laughs> I just I just remember the mech game you were thinking of was Gamma Wolves. Yeah, that's it, Gamma Wolves. Yeah. That's the Ashburger game. Yeah, and you were right. He is coming out with another one. Yes. Did you see? It's uh, by, what's that uh, terrain company? Death Ray Designs. Yeah, Death Ray Designs. They were at Adepticon. So. Yeah, they were at, uh, well, we'll talk about it again, but they were at uh, the Geek Nation Industry Night. Oh, fancy. Okay, well, that's it for my Comstar. I have nothing else going on. Yes, uh, I don't have too much in Comstar because we talked about mostly all the books that I got from Catalyst. But I did pick up something from Terrace Cassidy, our good friends from Geek Nation Tours. If you want a awesome tour of geekiness, yeah, Terrace has a list of major tours. Like he's he's got a new one now, a D and D one, where you get to meet. The Gygaxes and stuff. Uh, I don't know if they do that anymore, but they do the tour still, the D&D tour. But, uh, yeah, they did that. I remember they, 
they played with some. They played like, with the Gygaxes and the, uh, some yeah, of the original guys. They actually DM'd it and stuff, yeah. Mm-hmm. And they were at Gen uh, Con for many years. I don't think they're doing that either anymore, yet, are they? Uh, not this year, but they're going to start coming uh, back. That's good. Uh, so but he, they also do. I know they did the the one we always want to go on. They do a Japanese like historical Japanese tour, which would be amazing. And they yeah, also do an anime Japanese one, which also would be amazing. So. Yeah, he does several Japanese ones. He does sword making Japanese tour. Oh, that'd be so cool. <laughs> yeah. So I think that's one of the things we're going to So when do. we win the lottery, that's what we're doing. So Yes, definitely. Uh, so uh, he turned me on to a new set of books that I uh, am very excited to read uh, called Mecha Semi Empire Series. Uh, so the basis of the Mecha Samurai Empire series is it's by uh, uh, Peter Tier Tierias. I can't pronounce Tier Yes Tierias. It's spelled T I E R Y A S. If you're looking into it, uh, it came out in 2016. The first book. It's three books. The first book's called The United States of Japan. Um. And then, so the, basically the story centered around an alternative America where the Nazis and Japanese won World War II, not unlike Man in the High Castle, but this one primarily focuses on the Asian side of the war. So, again, this time the United States divided in half. There's no neutral zone in the middle. Uh, but most of the place takes to the United States of Japan uh, where they develop mechs and stuff like that. So... Uh, most yeah, of what's the, the point of taking over the world if you can't develop mechs, right? Yeah, so it it just kind of goes on there with the the, the, the United States of Japan uh, stories within that, you know, there's like the quiet border between DMZ and the German Americas, um, and then apparently it's won a lot of awards in Japan and here too. So um, uh, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing it because I would like to see the alternative. Where Japan and them, and then Japan has the mechs. Yeah, well, it, so. looks, it looks in the, the covers. I've been looking at the covers on Amazon right now; are amazing. Yeah. So, so that, that's so that's my new book, new set of books I want to read. Yeah, we got to hear hear your review eventually. Yes. So, um, what else did you come start? Oh, I played a game of BattleTech at Adepticon, uh, which was which was fun. I haven't played a full-blown game of Battletech, like, full rules in such a long time. Did um, you just randomly play, or did, what, how'd you end up playing? Oh, so so some guys that I know, the Nerd Herders, uh, if you haven't listened to their podcast, they're a nerd, a nerd podcast. And uh, I've met them throughout years of Adepticon and things, and we got to be really good friends. So they come to Adepticon every year, and they said, hey, we're coming to Adepticon, it's been two years. You want to try and get the other and play some games? And I was like, yeah, let's let's try and do that. I think I might have Saturday night free because we weren't doing Mantic Open Night. Yeah, yeah. And so we said, all right, what do you want to do? I said, let's play some Battletech because we always talk about Battletech uh, online and playing. So that's we organized the game and we got together. We played three on three. I had a Shadowhawk. Uh, yeah, and uh, I think we won. <laughs> oh, you well, only we, had one mech each? That's yeah, great. well, come on. I mean, we were going to play... You know, yeah, six you only mechs, had a night to play. Yeah, <laughs> six mechs. I think it was, we started at eight thirty or nine o'clock, and I think I I pushed the eject button around twelve thirty. Yeah, you know, I mean, we had done some pretty much damage. This game could have gone another two hours. Yeah, that's mechs. that's 
that's the problem with BattleTech right there. That's why yeah. I'm a I'm a a pro alpha uh, alpha strike guy. Yeah. Well, we were gonna we were supposed to play Alpha Strike because I was supposed to show them how to play Alpha Strike, but no one had Alpha Strike cards. <laughs> but you got to go online to uh, what is it? Uh, Mech. What is it called? Mech, the, uh, the Mech Factory. Mech Factory, or there's a. Uh, I can't remember what the other one is called. It's, there's another one that just has all it is is just the Alpha Strike lists. Yeah. Well, that being said, is that uh, we didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> so you had to actually play uh, with the the sheets and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you know what it was? We didn't have an uh, Alpha Strike rulebook to to reference if we needed to. See yeah. There's. I. Well, I don't actually. I, I, the uh, Commander's Edition just came back in in stock for Alpha Strike. Yeah, but maybe they didn't. Oh, have you know what? To... That's another book I picked up was a Commander's Edition. Well, that's Alpha, Alpha Strike. Strike. You had it then. <laughs> well, you no, didn't no, pick no, it up. No. You probably didn't pick it up till Sunday, though, right? Yeah, yeah. So, because I think my Alpha Strike is not the Commander's Edition. No, we have the uh, original two books. The Commander's Edition kind of puts them both together and does some errata for it. So, yeah. Yep. So. That I think is my console. I think I really just played BattleTech. I got that list of books from uh, Terrace. Terrace, yeah. Um, I didn't pink any. No, yeah, that's about it. So it was a very, very quick comp start. But I was very, very excited to get a game of BattleTech in. I was dissipating. I didn't have triple heat sinks like those freaking clans. So <laughs> only double. I can I can only dissipate 12, 12 points of heat a turn. Another reason to like Alpha Strike, you don't have to worry too much about heat. So. No, not so much. And uh, you don't have to worry about location no. all Although the time. There is, there is a uh, options for that. For uh, Somebody's done some options for, for uh, Alpha Flight to... Or Alpha Flight. Alpha Strike. Not Alpha Flight. <laughs> yeah. uh, to, do, uh, to add things in like, like the hit locations. Because that is kind of fun to do hit locations, but... It's uh, everything you little add, every little thing you add adds time to the game, though. That's the key. Yes, and I'd rather play with a bunch of mechs in less time than play one mech in five hours. So, one hundred percent. It sounds fun. All right, so let's uh, move on to the mech bay hangar, and then we'll do a small wrap up of uh, what happened in the Depticon. Yes, I need to know everything. Now entering the mech bay hangar. All right, McBay Hanger, let's talk about the Depticon. I guess this is going to be all me, huh? I'm the only it's going to be a lot of talking from you. That went all by myself. I mean, Brian went too, but since he's encased in a mech, I don't think we put any vocals on this mech, did we? No, we, f- we forgot to add the uh, the external speakers. He's just sitting here powered. Yeah. So, what to say? So, let's talk about what's in the dealer room first. Uh... Like I said, John Walker and Cav should, were uh, were uh, a big hit there. Apparently, Reaper didn't come, so I think because John is, works very closely with Reaper, uh, that he was able to use their spot because I know he ran the their paint and take normally over there. So, uh, so Reaper wasn't uh, there at all. No. So then wow. the Cav John set up his Cav booth, which was a great looking booth, by the way. I didn't get a chance to say hi to John. I was very kind of busy. I tried to catch him. At the beginning, but he got there always at the time when the doors opened, so I couldn't really boil away. Yeah, uh, you, were, the booth, you were pretty short staffed this this year yourself. Right? Yes, very very short staffed. So uh, my time off the booth was just to use the bathroom and get back. Yeah, 
but John's booth looked good. There was a lot of a lot, a lot of uh, cab walking around in the booth. Uh, I saw a lot of people check out the books, you know, and whenever I got a chance, I always give them a good, this is a good game, you should get it, kind of a thing, when I walked by. Uh, but it was good to see that the cab was back again at Adepticon. I would love to see John uh, and, and the game uh, put out more stuff. Yeah. Uh, what else did we see? Catalyst, of course, was out there like we talked about earlier. Were they in the hallway again? They were always they in were, the outside yeah. of the dealer room, right? That's their that's their that's their stick now. I think is they're out in the out in the hallway out there. Yeah. Uh, so that place was always packed. Everyone was, yeah. of course, getting especially now. Stuff. Like like last time when they were there, it was before the big BattleTech resurgence that all the 40k players came over. So I can yes. only imagine how busy it was now with yes. all those players. One hundred percent. I'm sure they sold out most of their uh, their starter boxes and stuff like that right away. Yeah, there was. Uh, I think I think most of the clan boxes went away too. Yeah, the figure boxes. Yeah, that's uh, that's the stuff uh, that goes fast. The thing is, I couldn't tell how much stock they had, so I don't know if they by the end you're like I can't sell a lot of books. Yeah, yeah. But I did get a lot of books from those guys, so my my suitcase turned into a, a million pounds. <laughs> Yeah, but you didn't have to fly at least. You no, that's go, 100%. You just had to throw it in the back of your vehicle. Yeah, so I lucked out and everything. So it was good to, like I said, it was good to see Sabatic there. Uh, some of the things, let's see, Gamma Wolves and Osprey book was there, but Ash Barker was not there, surprisingly enough. Well, he's Canadian also, so uh, I think he had the same idea as me and Jack, where we don't want to have to deal with all the testing and traveling. Yeah, and- which ironically ends April 1st. Tomorrow. Yeah, it was a little. It was a little. Uh, if it was it'd been like a two weeks earlier, we could have gone. But yeah. yeah. But how was the uh, dealer room? How full was it? Was it a lot smaller than usual, or it was the same size? But I think attendance was a little bit down because it didn't well, seem sure as it packed. Yeah. It didn't seem as packed as normally it was. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm sure attendance was down. Yeah. Just because people, some people are still worried or didn't, you know, you have to yeah. try to work around the rules like international people you did probably nobody international was there like very few so uh let's see oh what's his face was there uh, studio 75 or 45 whatever that is was yeah, there the those paint companies yeah yeah those guys are italian i think oh yeah at least they sounded italian because their booth was butted up against theirs <laughs> and i could hear him talking in the back yeah i think yeah they're from it was that's racist that was that's the family guy um. Yeah. Well. Plus, oh, you, Mantic, which you work for, is a British company, and none of the British people came for that either, right? Just one. Oh yeah. Yeah. Martin was able. Martin uh, braved. Snuck it. through the uh, the. Uh, <laughs> well, coming in was he said it was a lot of work, but yeah. coming back for if you're English, they don't even test anymore. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, at least you didn't have to worry about that. Yeah. So. Yeah. Hopefully, Gen Con's the one that everybody comes back to. So that'll be. We'll see. It'll be nice. Yeah. Because we haven't seen the British guys in a long time. Well, you saw you saw the head of the company recently. He was traveling for other shows, right? For well, that he was also he was with his kid also. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, what else? Uh, Giga Robot was out was out in the foyer again too. Yep, that's what they were. It's before. good to see, good to see his game. Uh, one of the things to mention is that he's got a new expansion coming. That he's adding Kaiju. Oh, fun. So now you can either pilot a, a, a robo or you can control a mech, uh, a kaiju. It sounds like. Yeah, that was that game was our 
was it's very influenced by the early Japanese guys in suits kind of things like yeah the, the anime like, kind of stuff. What's uh, what's your show Ultraman like that kind of idea? So I can't I'm amazed that the kaiju weren't already in that game. So yeah, well I mean these are all robot piloted robot mechs. So yeah, but s- at least in the game ideas. because you play yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, just one the look of, them, of it. I'm saying. Well, one of them looks like. Uh, oh Christ! Who's that guy? I'm thinking of. Oh, Bat Mazinger. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that's the that's their influence. Definitely those early Japanese ones. Yeah, super and, and, super robots. Not so much uh, real robots. That's for sure. Yeah, so that's definitely what it is. These guys, and of course, this is my bread and butter. This is what I grew up on. So it it really calls to me when I see look at these things. Yeah. Um, uh, it was good to see him. Uh, we actually ch- uh, chatted a little bit, so we we went try and talk with I think his name is Alex, the creator of the game, and, uh, and you know get his take on Max and yeah, but his have future a little, plans for Giga. Yeah. For Giga, have an interview with him at some point. I'm sure that'd be great. Yeah, I just need to reach back out to him again. So. Uh, what else do we have at Adepticon? Death Ray Design had Ash Barker's other game coming out. Steel Rift. Yeah, that's the new new game, Steel Rift. Uh, yeah. They had the book, I think, for sale. Yeah, that was its coming out party. Was their, their announcement. Yeah, I, I, did, I did not get it. Uh, I thought about getting it, but I didn't get it. And, uh, yeah, that should be interesting. Um, no Dust this year. They're gone. So that was yep. always, they always used to have a huge booth too. So that would that be a big uh, missing section too. Yep, no dust. It's it's a different landscape from last time there was an Adepticon. That's for sure. A lot of companies are no, no longer around. So that it would be it would be uh, interesting to see that kind of thing. Yeah. So I did. Uh, so with Geek Nation tours, they do an industry night where they bring in a bunch of different. Uh, creator of games and uh, we are fortunate enough to be invited uh, on a regular basis and this year death rate designs came and so usually what happens at these industry night things uh with the tour is we chat with uh terrace's group which is usually anywhere from 15 to 20 people strong uh and then after we're done chatting of course we have dinner then we all get up and we talk to everyone this yeah 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 we're romantic we do this blah 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 uh, everyone comes up, gives their company spiel, talk about what's coming out, you know, uh, do a Q and A about with the with the Geek Nation tour people and answer questions. And then after we do that, we do what we do is uh, we grab tables and then we set up demo games for them to play. Uh, so they are also so the Geek Nation tour also gets a first chance to try some of these games out before everyone else does. And one of the games they brought was Steel Rift. I unfortunately did not get a chance to, yeah. to play. Yeah, so I was too busy chatting and working my my little area of, of gameplay. Uh, but it it looked pretty cool. Um, you know, they were I think they were using BattleTech models over there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, everyone seemed to have fun, and the people I talked to they said it was. Uh, uh, a pretty solid set of rules for again a miniature agnostic game, so uh, I'd be curious to to try it out one day. Because yeah. I know Gamma War Wolves was once again it was a lot of infantry and what they call it combined tactics. So I wonder if this uh, this other one's more mech centered. We'll see. Yeah. 
Uh, the funny thing is, you uh, you mentioned all the other companies. You never mentioned the company you work for, Mantic. They just came out with Dead Zone 3.0, which has tons of mechs in it. If anybody's interested in playing that game, so oh, <laughs> <laughs> you never even uh, you never even you know. Well, yeah, they have your own company. I, I always forget the Yestriders and it's like the Asterian new Asterian. Uh, what's it called? The uh, Spectra. Is it Spectra, game? and then the Iron Ancestor Artificer, which is like a Doc Ock kind of a mech. Yeah, and it's a yeah, <coughs> skirmish game. So it's small, small numbers on the table, and yeah. but firefights coming out, which is the larger version, which you can have field a lot more fun stuff. So yeah, feel a lot more max, like a couple stump bots. You guys never had uh, firefights not out yet, right? It hasn't been released. It was supposed to have released at Adepticon, so all our planning was to have it debut at Adepticon, uh, but shipping screwed us. Oh yeah, so it'll be Gen Con where that uh, has its big coming. Over. No, I think it's going to come out in two weeks because. Yeah. It li- it literally arrived the Friday of Gen Con. Yeah. <laughs> the container literally arrived the Friday of Gen Con at the, in the UK. Yeah, yeah. So it just was delayed. Yeah. I mean, shipping is bad. People are like, oh, shipping, shipping. But it, it's pretty bad, um, especially the, the containers. But I, I guess FedEx is even real, or DHL is in, in a real bind because, uh, as people know, the Corus Belly, they just they were, were missing half their shipping by the time they arrived. Wow. By the time it arrived to Adepticon. Wow. That sucks. <laughs> yeah, DHL was just like, uh, I don't know where it's at. Because they just came out with a, they have mechs in their game too, but uh, they just came out yep. with a new, uh, I think it's called Red Red something. Mm-hmm. And that was the part of the ship that was missing. Yeah, that's crazy. Because they, they were just came out with that game, so I'm sure a lot of people wanted to pick that up there. Oh yeah, it was uh, it was bad. And I talked with the guys from there. They're, they're good guys. The course building. We have also it's Spanish people. With them. They're a Spanish company, so they made yes. It. <laughs> uh, so they were uh, very very sad. I'm sure, and, but, and I that. felt for them because there's nothing like going and because as a guy who handles the the trade shows in America, it's just no worse feeling than expecting to have something that you're excited about to sell to people, and you just don't have it. Yeah. Now you know that, how uh, now you know how Star Wars felt that first Christmas for their toys. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, that's uh, uh, it. It is unreliable at best. You got to kind of plan once you get it, then you can plan into it. But until then, just don't you expect anything to be there. No, I mean, yeah, just expect to be disappointed. Yeah, with shipping nowadays. Uh, is there anything else I can think of? Uh, well, you guys had lots of tournaments and fun yeah, stuff. Yeah, we had a lot went of off well. I heard everything ran perfectly. Yes, you know, thanks to Brian before he died and was encased in steel. And Rick so, Hall, <laughs> Mike Carter stepped up and took over for the Clash of Kings when we had someone kind of buy out due to vaccine protocols. And uh, I, 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 Andy WK was there, didn't he? Crazy A was there, wasn't he? Crazy, yeah, Crazy A was there, and he helped out in the booth. Uh with our modded demos, John Jack oh, was there. John Jack, of course, yeah. Uh, so it was uh, it was a good time. So we did. So I mean, our mod out was by far our uh, our shining star. I, I can't believe how yeah. uh, it was. A, it was a Gen Con too, which I um, we were kind of amazed about that. How many people want a ship based, like sailing ship based combat game? Yeah, it was it was strange, and again, it took off here. You know, we had an Armada tournament, the first national tournament ever in the States. And uh, 
we had 20 sign up and 20 show up, which is very, very rare. Yeah. Yeah. yeah usually kind of like this. Yeah. Because most people will sign up for a tournament if they're on a waiting list for another one, then they get in on yeah. that and then they roll out of the other one. Or you get distracted. I've, I've skipped tournaments at cons when you just, you know, you're like, ah, I'm having too much fun doing what I'm doing. I don't want to bother going over there, you know? Yeah, or I'm just too lazy to get up and go over there. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I've I've found something else to do, and yeah, I'd rather not bother. So it's that is it just shows how excited people are for it. That's good. It's uh, it's it's a fun game. No mechs in it, though. Maybe there is. There is a, a dwarf fleet, so those dwarves, they do like building their wacky inventions. So. It's steam stuff. Yeah. <sighs> There's steam mechs. There's tons of... St- Steampunk mechs. So. Yeah, and there was there was this sci-fi train stuff out there called Tinker Turf. It's uh, I think it's cardboard. Yeah, I saw a lot of people with that. I, I didn't know what it was. Yeah, it's really sci-fi terrain. It's really kind of almost dead zone based terrain, but it's made out of cardboard. I didn't mess around with it. I didn't look at it. So too it's kind of like but... uh, battle systems. Battle. Yes. Yeah, no, battle, so, which ones? Yeah, battle systems is the one that's cardboard, right? Yes. Yeah. So this looks like something you could probably use for mechs to in the battle battles tech sense or even a cab sense. Um, yeah, well, that's the beauty of uh, for alternate yeah alternative terrain stuff. You can check out ter- Tinker Turf. Yeah, it's uh, there's a lot of choices now for terrain. They never used to be. So that's um, I'm, I uh, I actually just backed a uh, 3D printer terrain for BattleTech, so I can't wait for that. Oh, yeah. Uh, Man- Monument Paints was across from us. So uh, if you don't know who Monument Paints are, they are the Pro Aqua guys that make Pro Aquaril, the, the paints. Oh, love- uh, yeah, yeah. And, uh, Airbrush you- paints, yeah. Yeah, well, they're, no, they're just, they can be sprayed in an airbrush or they can be brushed on. Oh, yeah. Uh, so if you don't, if you don't heard me talk about Pro Aquaril, like, because I use their transparent paints, and which is what I'm using to paint the red on my, uh, on my Neo Shang, which I need to get back to, Jesus Christ. You should, you should have shown the pictures and say, look what I'm doing with your paint. Yeah. Uh, so it looks, uh, so they were there behind the booth, so I was able to pick up their first set of paints, uh, because right now all I have is all their transparent, so and I was curious to try their uh, their uh, their acrylic sets, so I'm going to play it, which is another reason why I'm excited to get to painting, because now i got this new paint set that I want to try out. Mm-hmm. Uh, looks like Rick bought him too. Uh, I don't know what it looks like. He bought more than one set to me. Yeah, I think uh, yeah, he got some some deal going with those guys. So yeah, we did we, a lot of dealers. People, a lot of people traded. I know Martin traded uh, for uh, for all their sets. So he's got all four sets. Yeah, there's a lot uh, of. You can always use more paint. I think that's the uh, answer to life. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if it's if it's good paint, you know, uh, pro. I, here, here's my thing. If James Wapla uses it, it's got to be all right. <laughs> yeah. And uh, if you don't know who James Wapla is, go check out his stuff. He, he, I think he's got a YouTube channel. Yeah, James Wapla. Just look up on YouTube. He twitches every day, pretty much every day. <laughs> it sounds, uh, but, that sounds but, wrong. <laughs> oh, yeah. <clears throat> he twitch streams every day. So if you want to learn some really cool painting techniques. Right now, uh, so a lot of people like Martin and Kyle Preslinski have a switched over and I haven't yet. My wife says I should try it is, uh, James is now painting in oils. He's painting miniatures. In oils. Uh, I've seen that a lot of the, uh, camo specs guys for, uh, for battle tech are doing oils now too, to, to just add some extra layers. 
Like, yeah, it's, gives it's a little depth and stuff. Depth, and it's easier to blend the paints. They yeah, stay, a lot of blending, yeah. The, because you can blend, you can keep going back and blending. Yeah, you, you can, can reactivate it, yeah. Well, you don't reactivate it. It just doesn't, it takes three days to dry. Yeah, yeah. So you could put it down, and then you just start painting again like you left off. Man, I I am so impatient. I would never have the patience for that. No, neither would I. I want my mech done that day, like if I'm painting a mech. But that's how, the, yeah, the, the big wigs. So, uh, but the blending looks spectacular if you know how to do it. So, uh, maybe I'll get enough balls to try it. But I, 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 I know I'm good at what I do, and so I'm not ready to try something new yet. And you're not trying to win a golden demon or anything. You're just, you know, no. you're painting for yourself. Well, my, my problem is my I have like like Jack. I'm cursed with uh, hands of stone. Yeah, yeah. So handling some handling of a figure that's going to stay wet for three days while I'm trying to paint it. Oh yeah, I would definitely touch it. You need just, you need one of those holders at that point for sure. Yeah, I still think I'll mess it up though, because I drop I drop one I drop the figure <laughs> while painting sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, that, and then you get, like, especially with oils, it'd be still wet. You get stuff stuck to it. And <laughs> yeah, so, I, I don't know. You know, maybe I will, but, you know, we'll go from there. Uh, all <laughs> right. Something big like your uh, your uh, your mech you're painting there, that might that might be interesting, actually. Yeah, maybe maybe I'll do one of the, like, one of the Battlestar Galactica models I have or Buck Rogers models. Yeah, you have a lot of models that you just have sitting there that you've never put together. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, all right. Well, I think that's it for Adepticon. We kind of went over through when you watch all the dealers that were re- relative, rele- relevant to us, I guess. And you survived. And then some. I did. Uh, I'm just, yeah. I'm just going up and down the. I just miss going. I, I would love to there. It just sucks so we couldn't get there. But next year for sure. Yes, uh, but hopefully that uh, we can get Jack to come to Gen Con. I know you don't mind coming to Gen Con. Oh yeah, I love Gen Con. It's it's a it's an event. It's tiring and it's a lot of work, but it's fun. Yeah. Well, especially once it's last year, it was kind of subdued because we there was a lot of restrictions, and for ourselves, we put in our restrictions. Yeah, the and, COVID uh, stuff. So this year, hopefully, it'll be a lot more open. We'll have uh, some of the other guys there too, which love seeing the British guys and stuff. So, be fun times. It's always uh, it's always an adventure. That's the least to say. One hundred percent. All right, let's uh, let's close this baby out and head down to the Xville. What's Xville out here? All right, the X-Bill. Here we go. Time to take off. Hoser. Hoser. You're speaking my language. I'm speaking in... I'm bringing a lot... I'm bringing the 80s back with that. Uh, was, was that even... That might have been 70s. <laughs> that part above... SC, SCTV. That might have been... That might have been the 70s. Might have been... Very early, early 80s. Yeah. Late, maybe 79, 80s. Yeah. We'd have to go back and look. Uh, but yeah, Adepticon was a good time. Those who didn't come, sorry you couldn't make it. Uh, but if you are in the mechs, there's a lot of mech Battletech tournaments going on there. Catalyst is always there. You should think about coming out. Yeah, they, uh, they, come, they do have come. a lot of uh, tournaments and stuff too, which we never even you never got to see, and I never get to chance. There's <laughs> some fun stuff goes on that uh, those. There's tons of stuff going always on at Adepticon for yeah. if you're into miniature games, that's for sure. 
So, yeah, if you're a big Battletech fan, you're a big Cav fan, come on out. Come see us. Maybe we'll even play a game of Cavern Battletech with you guys. Yeah. Although next year you'll be busy on Saturday because there will be a Mantic Night. So. Yeah. Well, we can do it on a Friday. Yep. Uh, yeah. Other than that, please go to our uh, Facebook page. That's where we post a lot of stuff. We do have a Discord that once in a while I post stuff in. Pat refuses to go to it, and Brian does too. So I don't refuse to it. I just forget. Uh, and our Twitter. You can check Mobile Armor Radio and all those things. We're everywhere. Please, social media us. And, yeah, give us some comments. Give us some comments. We look, we look forward to hearing from you. Yeah, and definitely on the if you're on Facebook still, sharing stuff on the Facebook page is great to see because people keep putting stuff on, especially after the last episode. People were posting their agnostic games they were talking about. And it was yeah, really that was awesome. Good interaction. Yeah. So. Yep, fun times. All right. Well, I, let's everyone give Brian some well wishes. Uh, maybe his body will kind of hit some kind of regenerative. Yeah, we do have him in that cocoon. Uh, and, body in the cocoon. And the mech, and he might be able to come back next month. And and hope that he doesn't stomp on your house in the meantime. Because exactly. well, it's quite we're a large mech. <laughs> we're hoping he just doesn't kind of go crazy and start slamming everything with his yeah. newly found mechanical body. He uh he seems to me the type that would just I finally have the power and he's just gonna go stomp him. <laughs> <laughs> you wronged me. Yeah. As long as this mech isn't operated like the uh Darling in the Franks once. That's all that matters. Oh my Jesus. <laughs> on that note. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, on that note, I've been your host, Chopper. I've been Rob. And we thank you for listening to Mobile Armor Radio. We will see you next month. Yeah. Bye bye. Bye-bye. This has been Mobile Armor Radio. Join our Facebook group by searching for Mobile Armor Radio. Find us on Twitter at M Armor Radio. Find us on iTunes and visit our website, mobilearmorradio.podbean.com. Join us on the first of every month for more mecha discussion.